welcome back to the Classy Chicks podcast. I am here with Cassidy Welfell. Did I say that right, Cassidy? Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. I was I was thinking in my head and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what you said, how to pronounce your last name. But I am so excited. So Cassidy and I met through a mutual friend a couple months back and she was coming down and we met up. She was in Florida looking at homes and now she is in Florida to stay. So for all the Florida people listening, uh, listen to this podcast, take notes, and she's going to be an amazing resource for you to have down here. And we'll talk about this some more at the end. But after this podcast comes out in the next couple months, we want to have a hormones boot camp, like a little night get together with girls uh, that Cassidy will lead. So Cassidy, you want to just start by introducing yourself? Like, who are you? Where are you from? Yeah, so I'm Cassidy Welfell. Um, I'm a wife and a mom. I've got two kids, a three-year-old. She just turned three and then a six-month-old. We're from Texas originally. So born and raised there my whole life. And then I guess earlier this year, my husband and I started talking about moving. We've always wanted to leave the Houston area. That's where we were located. Um, And, you know, January of this year, we were like, I think it's time. I think it's time to move. I think it's time to do something different. And so we started looking into different places. Um, We started with Idaho. That was like our first. (laughs) I know. Um, We're like, yeah, that'd be so beautiful. I have some friends up in the Spokane area. So we would have been near them. Um, But then a freeze happened in January in Texas. And we were like, yeah, no, this is, we're not going up there. (laughs) It is too cold. So we landed in Florida. um, And that's where we are now. So we're really enjoying it. That's so exciting. And it's so funny, because you're like the fourth person in like, a month the fourth one of my like friends people I know to move down to Florida everybody's moving down here um there's a lot of Christian Catholic people moving down here it's such a cool community that we are kind of starting so I'm really excited that you're down here and I'm excited to talk a little bit more about you so can you tell us a little bit more like what about what you do just a short couple sentences and then we'll get into it more in the podcast yeah so Essentially what I do is I work with women on helping them balance their hormones naturally. There's a lot of misinformation out in the world about women's health um, and generally, um, and I'm sure you've talked about this many times over, but generally, you know, women are presented with the only option as being birth control, you know, to restore their hormones or fix their hormonal issues. And that's just such a severe disservice to women because it doesn't give them the full picture. And so what I do is educate women on the full picture and show them, you know, this is how God designed your body to operate. These are the different ways that you can support your body. These are the different things that you can do naturally and not have to be on the pill for the rest of your life. Yeah, I am so excited. So this is such like, it's, I feel like it's just coming a wave to the conservative pro-life movement, this whole, let's be natural, let's get off birth control, let's figure out how the heck to do this. And there's a lot of people thinking and trying different things, but there's not, there's sometimes an absence of facts. Like there's sometimes just people who will say something and you just accept it because it's like, oh, this is a new thing in the conservative pro-life movement. Um, So I'm really excited for you to talk a little bit on this podcast. And then later when we have the hormones boot camp about what exactly this means. Um, But before we get into it, let's start with our classy and trashy moments. So do you want to start with the classy moment or do you want me to? 
Um, why don't you start? <laughs> okay, sounds good. My classy moment, if anybody has looked at my Instagram this weekend, my classy moment is that I was at the Young Women's Leadership Summit this past weekend. That is always my favorite event of the year because you meet people who maybe you only learn, you only knew from being from online, from honestly being on TV or like something, anything in the past year and you meet them all there. And it's all conservative, pro-life, uh, women who want to really just use those three days to get the most connections, to have the most deep conversations, to create the most community possible before we go back to our lives all across America um, and work in our own little communities on spreading a culture of life. So that was amazing. My This past weekend was amazing. So awesome. I love that. It looked like so much fun. It was. It's also just so fun because it's all girls. Well, there's probably like Maybe like 15 guys in total. There'll, there'll be like <laughs> one or two guys who are helping with the booth or helping with an event or something. But it's so many girls. And because there's not there's so many girls and not these guys that they're competing for, there's not as much of a sense of competition as we see a lot among Christian Catholic women. It's more like community building. Like, who are you? What do you do? How can I help you? So that was amazing. That's so awesome. I love that. I love that. I put it on my list to try next year. Go you next so episode. should. It's always, I believe it's always in Dallas. So awesome. you love so should. In Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what's your classy moment? So I think for me, it would be this past week, we really spent a lot of time setting up our home. So, you know, we just um, moved here in our first week, we were all just super sick. And so the house was you know, not put together, but it's really important to me to really facilitate beauty and just like coziness and welcomingness inside the home. So we've got everything set up. We're finishing up our guest room for all of our people to come visit. And so I felt like that was relatively classy. 100%. That is so classy. I can't see much of it, but I can see, and the listeners won't be able to see, but I can see a little bit of your background. And I love your style from what I can see. But um, speaking of visitors, yeah. One thing I was not expecting when I moved to Florida was that everybody wants to come see you. I'm not complaining at all. I love people. I love when they come down. If anybody hears this, definitely come down and visit me. But it is hilarious because I was like, oh, I'm going to be so sad. I'm going to miss everybody. Nope they come to your house. Like they'll be there. They'll be in Florida. They'll be like, can you pick me up from the airport? You live like 15 minutes away. And then yes. they'll stay at your house. And it'll be great. I'm not complaining. It's amazing. So. so funny. We were joking with my mother-in-law because when we told them that we were moving to Florida, my husband was like, you know, mom, you'll probably visit us more in Florida than you did here in Texas. And she's like, that's true. She's, she's Literally. Like, I'll come visit you way more. I prefer, I prefer Florida. That's crazy. That's so. crazy. But that's wonderful. Well, I'm so glad you guys are back in good health and it's yeah. fun. It's fun. Decorating is a lot of fun. I still need to, I mean, our house, our house is pretty, you, you've been to our house. Our house is pretty great, but we like switching things around and like reorganizing and like my roommate just got, um, like new shelves and I need to put up some new shelves. So it's always so much fun. Um, but yeah, well, so, um, I can now say my class, my trashy moment. My trashy moment is that, um, I feel like I've been either like filming videos or at an event or something for the past, like literal, like couple months. And so this week I'm like, I'm probably not going to get dressed at all. And then I was thinking about how, like, you know what I mean? Because I work from home and I don't really need to. And then I was thinking about how it's good, you know, it's good to get dressed and like 
do your makeup and like be put together for the day. So maybe I will, but today I definitely didn't. So that's my trashy moment. <laughs> that's so funny. I love that. That's me 90% of the time. Like, do I really need to? Probably it'll make me feel better, but sometimes you just, you know, got so much going on. So <laughs> I feel that. That's so fun. That's awesome. What's well, your trashy moment? Um honestly it's still probably in the realm of like our house um because yeah one thing about where we moved there is absolutely no storage whatsoever oh, like there's yep. no closets and oh no. yeah we I mean we have like a closet oh, in the guest room and a closet terrible. in our room but you know we're not people we don't have a lot of stuff you know we don't have we don't accumulate a lot of stuff we sold everything before we came mm-hmm. and we still like didn't have places to put everything. So we have a secret area in the house that's like all of our crap <laughs> that's hidden there <laughs> that we can't find a place for that's kind of shoved away. So I think it's yeah. kind of trashy, but <laughs> that is that is a hard part though in general about like living in apartments. We have the same issue is like you each have your own closet in your room, but we really, I mean, we have a laundry room closet and we try to just basically fit all of our storage there. Because even if you're not a, a person who accumulates a lot, you have, especially when you're in Florida, you know, you have like all these beach towels, coolers, mm-hmm. beach chairs, all this stuff. And it's like, I just kind of sometimes wish I had a garage. So yes. it's yes. definitely a mood. Yes. But yeah, well, cool. Well, let's get right into it and just I want you to explain what you do, a little bit of background. I know I've read some of your Instagram posts up and you've talked to me about it when you're here, but why you started, but just to explain to everyone, like, who are you? Why is natural health and hormone balancing so important to you? Okay, so how I started, it's kind of a long convoluted story, but I actually started, um, you know, my career, you could say going into physical therapy school. So that was like my path was going into the medical field in that arena. And so I got my degree in exercise science and did all of the things that were, you know, required to go get your doctorate in physical therapy. Um, You know, my whole, whole college career was that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to you know, I spent time in hospitals and working with patients and working in clinics and volunteering and all of these different things, took the professional exams and everything, um, got into physical therapy school and then 2020 hit and legitimately it was March of 2020. We had just decided, you know, okay, this is the school that we're going to go with. We were going to move to North Carolina, um, to go to school and, the day that we were going to accept my offer letter, the world started shutting down and we started hearing all of these things. I know it was one of those moments I look back now and I'm like, okay, God, you literally shut the entire world down to keep me from going to school. Crazy. But yeah, legitimately that day, like we had made all the plans. We were figuring out the, um, the logistics of it. I was pregnant. I was seven months pregnant and we were just going to do it, you know, with an infant. Um, and once we got word of all of the things shutting down, it was so uncertain that we decided it would just be more wise to stay in Texas. And so that kind of left me with this openness on the table to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. Cause you know, my husband and I ran a business out in Texas and he was really 
busy with that. I was seven months pregnant. You know, I'm no longer going to school. And I had dabbled in like the health and wellness world. You know, I, up to that point had been kind of casually researching. Um, I, I made changes like massive changes to our personal home environment a year prior after we had miscarried our first baby. And it was a miscarriage that kind of propelled me into, um, natural living. Cause you know, I, at that point was like, I guess I realized that I had been lied to about our products and our foods and everything. Um, cause during that grieving process, someone had mentioned to me, Hey, you know, do you think you lost the baby because of low progesterone? And I had kind of had like a, a general idea of what that meant. Cause you know, I had to take classes about hormones and things like that in school. Um, but I didn't truly understand what that meant as a woman. And so I started researching and as I started researching that led me to our household products and to our food. And I realized that literally every single thing in my home was linked to reproductive toxicity. Every single thing that I was using, wearing, you know, makeup, perfume, deodorant, lotion, shampoo, conditioner, all of these things were uh, contained ingredients that caused damage to my unborn baby. And I wept. I could not believe that no one had ever told me. And so, you know, that was 2019. I started making all these changes just personally for our family. And then when 2020 happened and I was left with this open door of like a clean slate of things to do, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's when I started talking more about natural wellness, just sharing my experiences, you know, on social media and with my friends. And then I would have friends walking through similar, um, paths, you know, similar stories that I had. And I, you know, had these small, like really minuscule recommendations that I could make to them. And they started seeing changes in their hormones. They started seeing changes in their fertility and, you know, for me, it was just this whole, like, it was one of those things where you realize only God could have done it because up until that point, so much of my identity was tied into being a doctor, was tied into, Mm. you know, having my doctorate in physical therapy and being able to have authority on a certain subject. And the Lord took that away from me and gave me this place to walk in humility you know, to these women coming to me, like, you know, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't have any letters behind my name, but I have these things that might work. It might not, but it's worth a try. And that's beautiful. Yeah. So that's really what got me here. What kind of spurred on the passion, because as I started seeing changes in myself and my friends, it was like, okay, I, I can't not talk about this. I can't not make this known to everyone because right once you know for yourself yeah 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 no and that is such a beautiful story and you know as you were as you were talking about that I know so many people and I keep meeting more people as we you know as I get older and as you know more of my friends obviously I'm not married I haven't I haven't like you know tried to have a child yet but um 
so many of my friends are in that stage of life. And I've heard so many bits and pieces of your story, you know, that is so similar with them. And I think that, um, I think that this is really the key to, you know, we talk about as women, we talk about changing the culture and how like that's as women, we should be trying to change the culture. That was the whole theme of young women's leadership summit. It was like, women need to be less in politics and more in changing culture. And that's what this is. What you're doing is it's changing the culture, changing the toxic culture in regards to not toxic as in like relationship toxic, toxic as in like actual chemicals, toxic. And, um, and I think that, you know, it must be so rewarding too, you know, when you talk to these women and they actually see a change. Can you speak a little bit to that? Yeah, it literally, <laughs> I cry multiple times a week because I get messages from people that I've never met before that are just like, hey, thanks so much for talking about this. I tried some of these things. And after, you know, however many years of infertility, we're pregnant. Wow. Like it's stuff like that, wow. that just you know, every, every single time I read those messages, it's like, okay, this, again, this has to be the Lord because I, you know, it's not, I'm not doing anything other than talking about how he created the body, right? you know, and I firmly believe that when we understand how God designed the body and can support that support the female physiology will thrive. You know, yes, we're in a broken world. Yes. We're in a fallen world, but there are things that we can do. God has given us everything we need on this earth to support our bodies naturally. Um, and if we can understand that, man, it is a game changer. Right. Right. No. And I remember the first, I mean, the first, you know, this, for years, especially in the pro-life movement, talking about birth control was kind of taboo, right? It was like, oh, like we're pro-life, like we're against abortion, but like birth control is fine. You know, we're not going to limit that. We're not going to, we're not going to talk about that. Well, as we've gotten, honestly, I think as we've gotten more consistent in our beliefs, you know, as we've gotten more consistent, we've started talking about the sexual revolution, how harmful that was to women. And we've Mm -hmm. started talking about the birth control pill, how devastating and harmful that is to women and women's health and women's fertility and ability to conceive. But now you're taking it a step further and saying, okay, birth control doesn't work, but like, what can we do to actually help our body? And what, what is in our homes now, right? That is hurting our body. Um, what, I don't know very much about, I don't know very much about this in some ways, but I also do in some other ways, because my mom, oh, we we grew up in a very like natural minded home. Definitely not to the extent that you teach about, but definitely natural minded home. And one thing I didn't know was makeup. You know, I, I'm now an advocate for crunchy. So that's like one of my side jobs is I work with crunchy makeup. And I started it because one of my good friends does it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Natural makeup that doesn't support bad things. Because all my makeup supported bad causes. Yeah. And I started, yeah, literally. And I started learning that, you know, makeup has toxic chemicals in it that literally soak into your skin. You put makeup on your face every morning. besides this morning uh not every morning for me probably three mornings a week I put my makeup (laughs) on and um the tax it's chemicals that are soaking into your skin and deregulating your hormones do you talk at all about makeup yes all the time because makeup I think the statistic is like the average woman puts 300 chemicals on her body before breakfast every single day (laughs) and makeup is one of them and there's another stat that I read that was like 
you know, in her lifetime, I don't even know if it was in a lifetime, maybe it was a shorter span of time, but the average woman eats seven pounds of lipstick in her life. Like it's crazy things like that. And you're like, okay, wait, you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Once you think about it, you're like, okay, wait, if I'm consuming seven, I don't wear lipstick like ever, but if I do, you know, I don't want to be consuming, ingesting, soaking in all of these nasty things. So I'm a huge advocate for, you know, non-tox makeup. I love crunchy. Um, you know, there's so many different places that you can get non-toxic makeup. That's a great place to start for women because, um, you know, that's one of the most common things that we use daily that has endocrine disruptors, which disturb your hormonal balance. And so, yeah. I'm- right. Yeah. And going off that a little bit, maybe where do you think is a good place to start for women, right? Say, say they're listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, I didn't know that makeup was toxic. I didn't know that, that toxins in your home could like disrupt your fertility. What's the first thing kind of, what's like an intro that you would give people about where to start with all of this? Cause it's probably kind of overwhelming if you try to do everything at once. Yeah. So I actually, I created a workshop. It's called the pain-free period workshop, and it's very foundational of where to start when you don't know where to start with balancing your hormones. And I walk through a three-step process to really make it as simple as possible because it's so overwhelming. And yes, there's a lot of nuances and yes, there's a lot of different things that you can do, but the three steps that I walk every single woman through is number one, cutting the toxins. So reducing your toxic load, that looks like, you know, changing out products in your home for more, you know, low tox products. Um, some of the most toxic items in our home are things like laundry detergent, laundry sheets, um, dishwashing detergent, lotions, perfumes, makeup, things like that. Um, starting there, um, I also have a free guide to low tox living on a budget and that walks people through like, if you want to make small changes, here's how to do it room by room on a budget. Wow. Um, and That's make very it helpful for people our age. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So it's like, uh, I think it's over six months. You can break it out into a year, depending on what your budget is, but essentially it's like, you know, 50 to hundred bucks a month to wow. completely overhaul your entire house. Like that's so doable. So I have that resource. That's the first step that I recommend to people. Um, the second step is flooding your body with nourishment because one thing that we don't realize is um, minerals are the foundation of our hormonal regulation. So enzymes drive our hormonal conversion, but minerals load the enzymes that drive hormonal conversion. And so, so many of us are not getting adequate mineral intake because we're not consuming enough mineral rich foods. We've moved away from more ancestral eating, what people would do to nourish themselves, you know, for the past thousands of years, it's really, you know, the last hundred years that what is what question, what does that look like mineral based eating? Like, I really have no clue what, what food have has minerals. Is that like steak and like meat like that? That's what I would think. So yeah, I prioritize really animal foods are going to be some of your most mineral rich foods. Um, just, uh, there's a lot of debate in the world because a lot of people will say like, oh, plant-based diets are so much better. Um, but you know, on paper, and this is what I try to explain to my clients. Um, yes, on paper, plants and animal products might have the same vitamins and mineral ratios, but what it doesn't take into account is the fact that plants 
contain anti-nutrients that actually block the absorption of vitamins and minerals. And it's really hard on your liver. And, you know, we probably don't have time to go into how important your liver is for hormonal regulation, but like, it's really hard on your liver consuming wow. a lot of plants. So, you wow. know, mineral rich foods are things like pastured eggs, you know, grass-fed beef, organs. They eat a lot of organ meat, which if you what had told you say? me- What kind of meat? Organs like heart, kidney, liver. Oh my gosh. Okay. I know, I know. And it <laughs> makes me like, laugh. I eat a lot of organs. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I, you know, it cracks me up because I literally, I did not grow up healthy at all. Like my yeah. diet as a child was Dr. Pepper and Cheez-Its. Like oh gosh. <laughs> if you would have told me at 15 that you know, in a decade and 10 years, I'd be talking about eating raw liver. And I just fed my six month old raw egg yolks as his first food. Like <laughs> you would have thought you were crazy. Yeah. I know. So things like that, fresh fruit is super mineral rich. There's a lot of things that are really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in minerals. So that's really what I recommend prioritizing. And again, there's more nuance to that. I talk a lot about that on my Instagram. Um, and then the last one is the last of the three steps is supporting with essential oils. So essential oils are super powerful and can be really great tools for your hormonal journey. Um, but one thing, and I guess how I kind of differ from a lot of people in this, you know, sphere of mm -hmm. the world is I think essential oils are super powerful. I love them. Um, but if you haven't laid the foundation of, you know, reducing your toxic load and nourishing your body, oils aren't going to do anything for you. They're not going to make as big right. of a difference as you want. Um, and so that's why I walk through that process, you know, laying the foundation of building a low tox life, um, you know, nourishing the heck out of your body so that when you use essential oils, they have it the most power, you know, you're not wasting your money on something that isn't using its full effect because you haven't laid a foundation. Wow. So those so are the three. Can you repeat the three again? Real quick. So number one, reduce your toxic load. Number two, flood your body with nourishment. And then number three, support your body with essential oils. Wow. So that is, those are great places to start. And just to kind of end this out, because you've piqued my interest in so many things. Like I know a little bit about this. We've talked a little bit about this, but I'm all about, um, you know, growing. And I think that, you know, right now in the conservative pro-life movement, there's a huge space to grow as women to get ourselves to be as healthy as we can so that literally so that we can have kids, you know, because that's the most powerful thing we can do. There was, I forget which speaker it was, this woman, but you know, he was like, the first thing he said was, if you're, you know, if you're thinking like, don't have, don't have as many kids, like why, you know, like this is what women are built to do is to have children. And I think yeah. that we are, we will be empowered to do that when we feel our healthiest, you know, when our hormones are the most balanced. Yes. So, and yeah, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say like, you know, so many people don't realize that when you haven't worked on balancing your hormones and nourished your body, like motherhood is so overwhelming. I am a better mom 10,000 times when I've focused on nourishment, whenever I've, you know, done these things that I preach all the time, I am way more patient. I'm way more peaceful. I'm way more right. able to deal with the emotions and everything that comes with being a mom of littles. Like right. it's exhausting. And if yeah. you're not, you know, nourishing yourself, if you're not taking care of your body, 
it's going to be a pretty crappy experience. Like that's, that's a good point. That is a really good point for any, any mothers listening. You know, I know, um, I know Megan Wells is someone on Instagram. I don't know if you know the what in the dang hack podcast, but she talks a lot about how important it is for mothers. And we can get into this later, but for mothers to take care of themselves first, you know, to, in order to be the best mother that they can be to, to their kids. Sorry, I can't speak right now, but, um, but yeah, anyway, so if any of this piques your interest at all, we are going to be having a hormone boot camp. And can you explain a little bit about what that's going to be? It's going to be in the Tampa Bay Clearwater area. So if you're listening in that area, turn the volume up because we're going to talk about it right now. So essentially, you know, when I do a hormones boot camp, I go in depth on the science. I'm really a science nerd by heart. Like that's, I love research. I love understanding. Um, and I truly believe if we can understand female physiology, then that's, that makes it so much easier to filter through all of the information that's online, you know, cause everybody's talking about everything online. And if we don't have this foundation, then it's easy to get lost. So I dive into, you know, the female physiology, the major organs that play a part in hormonal regulation. You know, I key in on some of your major hormones like progesterone, which is, you know, your pro-life hormone. It's what's responsible for life and pregnancy. Um, And, you know, so I talk about that. And then I talk about understanding your biomarkers. Um, You know, they're our body is constantly telling us a story and there are ways that we can actually assess our hormonal function from home without having to go, you know, spend thousands of dollars on testing. And, you know, there's a time and place for that. And I'm not a doctor telling y'all to never get tested, you know, your hormone levels, but um, there are things that we can do from home to see, okay, how's our thyroid functioning? What are our hormones doing and make changes at home, if maybe you don't have access to going and getting all of these expensive tests and panels run, there are things that we can do, you know, with the right information. So I walk through those, um, and then practical things that you can do to support your hormones from home in the realm of nourishment and balancing blood sugar and low tox living and all of the things that you have the power to do right now. So that's the basics of the hormones boot camp is just in depth. It's a lot of information. Um, I recommend people take notes because it's just like fire hydrant. Um, but it's no, and I love that. And I hope I have so many friends who I've been talking to about this for probably like the past month or so, um, about just hormones in general, because we're all dealing with it. You know, if we're women, we're all dealing with it. If we're, and especially, you know, yeah, especially young women, we're not as knowledgeable about it. And honestly, all women right now are not very knowledgeable about it because the culture has lied to us for so many years. So if you're in the Tampa Bay Clearwater area, keep an eye out. We're going to be announcing the date and time soon. Uh, even if you're in, you know, Sarasota or St. Petersburg, it's not that far away and it's definitely going to be worth it. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Cassie, you want to give your handles and like where people can find you, um, if they want more information. Yeah. So my handle on Instagram is just Cassidy.wellfell. Um, I don't, I mean, I'll, I'll put it in the bio. I'll put it in the bio. Okay, I was going to say like, I can spell it right now. If you no, want. You're good. I'll put, I'll put the, the link to her Instagram in the bio, but yeah, That's- Cassidy, is there anything else you'd like to say uh, to anyone listening to this podcast? Um, you know, if you have questions, feel free to reach out to me. I am very active on Instagram and I love having these conversations and, you know, people always come to me and they're like, I hope this isn't TMI. It's not TMI. I have <laughs> all like, 
There's nothing you can say that will scare me. Um, my husband does not look at my phone anymore. Um, <laughs> he was on my phone one day and someone sent me a message about something and I was in the other room and I heard him scream. Oh my gosh. He's like, I don't need to know this. And so um, he- Girls only. Girls <laughs> only. Girls only. Um, there's nothing TMI. I am pretty, pretty quick to respond if you have questions. And yeah, I'd love awesome. to- Well, thank you so much for being on, Cassidy. I'm so glad we were able to get you on the podcast. And for everybody listening, tune in next week.